You are listening to the Well Balanced Podcast. I am your host and coach, Jillian Botel, and my mission is to revolutionize how women approach health. In this podcast, you will learn to find connection with yourself and your body once again. It is time to start feeling your best, achieve the goals you set, and start playing big. Gain the confidence, power, and knowledge you need to take control of your health and rediscover your worth. Welcome to the Well Balanced Podcast. Welcome to episode number 27. I'm really excited to sit down and jam with you guys solo on today's episode. Things around here have been busy, but they've been really good. I have a ton of amazing interviews for the podcast planned for you guys. And man, I have to say, I've really been enjoying focusing more on the podcast. It's honestly something that really fills my own cup. And then it just doubles as something that I'd love to share with you guys. So this episode is being released on February 10th. So if you're catching it around this time, make sure you check out the giveaway that I am hosting on Instagram alongside Stephanie Noble. It's going to run until the 14th. What we are giving away is her mindful journal. You guys, I use this journal every single day. It's a prompt to help you be more mindful in your life. And honestly, I love it. It makes me think. It makes me be more aware. It's so great. We're also going to give away my 14-day program from loathing to love and quitting to consistency. This program is jam-packed. And if you've been wanting to do one of my programs, this is a great opportunity. And you're also going to get a one-on-one intensive coaching session with Stephanie as well. We wanted to do a giveaway that would help cultivate a foundation of self-love in lieu of Valentine's Day, because honestly, you guys, the relationship that you have with yourself is truly the most important one you will ever have in your entire life. So for today's solo episode, we're going to be jamming on why you binge once a month. I had a conversation with my girlfriend and we were chatting about this and I just thought that it would be something that a lot of women would benefit from hearing. Now, before you run off and say, I don't binge, I want to say, if you have dieted, you probably have had this type of behavior and I'm talking to you. But let's get really clear on what I mean when I say binge. You know, I think a lot of people think of binging as this really big problem that is diagnosable and they don't have that problem and they are sure that they don't have that problem. So you can suffer from binge eating disorder and if you feel like this is you, I highly recommend you reaching out for support around this. There is no shame in getting help. It's actually the most bravest thing you can do. Today, I'm not speaking to the disorder itself. What I am speaking to is the similar behaviors that happen when we are struggling in the cycle of dieting. You know, the word binge, it does sound scary and it sounds problematic. And I think that a lot of us, especially women who diet, so almost all of us, (laughs) spend our lives trying to control, 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 control. Like we control our relationship with food, how much we eat, when we eat, what we eat. So if we're always in control, then we don't have a problem. But what I mean when I say binge is I am referring to a situation where you feel like you've maybe stayed on track all week or all month, whatever that frequency is for you, and then all of a sudden you allow yourself to eat a cookie or a little treat or a slice of bread, whatever that thing is that you do not allow yourself to have when you are on track, you eat it and it triggers the floodgates opening. You know, and I've seen a couple of ways that it goes at this point. 
Either your mindset is that you messed up your perfect day, so screw it, you throw in the towel, you decide you're gonna start fresh tomorrow, and then you down another sleeve of cookies, or without consciousness, you just continue eating. You really leave your body and you just eat, eat, eat. It's this very out of control way of feeling and it's almost like you couldn't even stop yourself even if you wanted to. Now I'm speaking to that feeling you have when you feel like you just can't restrict any longer. Excuse my language, but it's like the fuck it feeling. It's like, I don't care in this moment about losing weight anymore. I'm frustrated. I'm defeated. I want to eat all of the things. Then you proceed to be filled with guilt over doing it. And your mind goes, we're going to get right back on track. We are going to go right back to restricting again tomorrow. Here's what I want you to do. For a second, I want you to imagine this. Imagine you see a box of cookies in your pantry. And you stay with yourself, meaning you don't just eat the cookies mindlessly. You stay with yourself, you're present, and you ask yourself, do I want the cookie? If your answer is no, then you leave. And you do not think about it again. That part is really, really key because a lot of us can resist. I know you can resist the cookie, but it's still consuming your mind. Or if your answer is yes, you do want the cookie, then you eat the cookie calmly. You're not hiding it from everyone. You're not shoving it in your mouth as quickly as you can. You enjoy every bite and then you don't think about the cookie again. (laughs) It's interesting how dieting affects us, you know? We spend our whole lives trying not to eat the cookie. But then we eat the cookie and we feel guilt for eating the cookie And then we go back to trying not to eat the cookie. Meanwhile, we've spent our whole lives thinking about the freaking cookie. That's the exhausting part. That's the part when I say, hey, you want to live a healthy lifestyle? You go, (laughs) do you know what I mean? So let's break it down. Why does this happen? And is it possible to stop forever? Is it possible? Let's break it down. So You might be thinking that by getting right back on track the next day, you're doing the good thing, if you will. But that is the act that causes the binge in the first place, you guys. It's the restriction, the denying your hunger because it's not time to eat or you've already eaten what you've been told you can eat when you crave the cookie, but you don't allow yourself to have it. It's like pulling back an arrow on a bow. The more you restrict, The longer you restrict, the harder it gets to hold it back. Your arms get tired. And eventually, you have to let go. That's the moment you binge. You know, what I see, women's biggest fear that comes up around this, when we start working through this, is that if they are allowed to have anything and everything, They would eat the cookie for breakfast, they would eat it for lunch, then they would eat it for dinner. But I want to reassure you that this isn't the case. Your body does not want to live off of cookies, you know? But as long as you restrict it, it will feel like it has control over you. I want you to know that feeling fear around food and actually being in control around food, not having it control you, 
is 100% possible. And maybe I'll dive into that on a different podcast episode, but for this episode, I really want to just help you understand where this behavior is coming from. So like I said, it's the restriction that causes the binge. So what we need to do is we need to take a different approach, one that isn't anchored in restriction. How I like to approach this with my clients is a process, but ultimately we move the restrictions so that you can, number one, eat foods that actually feel good in your body, that are going to energize you and help you work towards whatever your goal is. And number two, so that you aren't on again or off again or being good or being bad. There is no more start again on Monday. You just have a relationship with food, one that is peaceful. You have a relationship with food that is balanced. And balance is going to look different for every single person. But you get to discover what that is when you take control of your own health instead of turning outside of yourself. It's powerful, you guys. You do this work and then all of a sudden you realize, hey, I haven't eaten with that out of control feeling in months. And then those months turn into years. You know, that spiral that is the byproduct of the restriction hasn't sucked you in and you haven't felt the need to eat mindlessly. So, you know, working through this by yourself can feel hard and really foreign and scary because it feels like you are giving up. You're giving in. You're saying, I can't diet. It doesn't work for me. I'm a failure. But you guys, it is the exact opposite. You know, in an attempt to control food, Oftentimes what ends up happening is it controls us. So healing from restriction is really about you getting back in control again. So I want to share with you guys what this looked like for me, how this played out in my life. You know, I very much so had that mindset that Monday was my day to refocus. We were getting back on track and I was going to make up for anything that I ate over the weekend. Oftentimes with my strict dieting, I would be allowed a cheat meal and I would always plan that for the weekend. And even though I was technically allowed to have them, I would oftentimes go completely overboard because it was like once I took off the restraints of restriction, I didn't want to stop. I didn't want to, I just wanted to eat all of the foods I knew I wasn't going to let myself have. So the binge crept in that way for me. You know, I wouldn't stop when I was full and I would just eat anything and everything that I didn't let myself have. And then I knew I was going to go back to not letting myself have again come Monday. Another way this started to affect me was that I would say eat really great all day long. I would stay on track. I would eat perfectly. And I'd be going to bed and I'd be turning off the lights in the house and something in the pantry would catch my eye. And I I would think, you know what, I'm just going to have three crackers. And I would eat them so freaking quickly that sometimes I questioned if I really ate them. (laughs) I'm not joking. So then I was like, okay, well, I got to go back and have three more and then three more and then three more. And I would get really sneaky with this. Like I didn't want my husband to see that I went back for more and more. And then I would feel embarrassed that I was a grown ass woman in her own home that was thinking these thoughts and had these kind of behaviors enter shame, right? So here's where a lot of women find themselves. 
We are fully capable, strong, smart, ambitious women who experience these behaviors that they feel very little control over and then shame for. You know, if you take anything from this episode, I want it to be this. This is not your fault. This isn't because you are weak or you are not driven enough. This has nothing to do with you. This is the side effect of dieting. And women spend their whole lives repeating this cycle. And every time they do and they fall off, it takes a little bit from them. You know, they attribute that to their worth, to their value, to their competency. So I want you to take a deep breath in and let it out because there is nothing wrong with you. You have nothing you need to fix. I want to give you guys tools to use, but I I do not want to overwhelm you with too many things, too many places to start because what often happens with this is we have really great intention and then we have zero follow through. It's like too much of an overhaul and we do nothing. So before I continue with some tools you can use, I want you to remember this. You are the gatekeeper of your life. You know, that's another thing that dieting really takes away from us is we aren't the ones in control. But you get to decide what works best for you, what feels best for you. No one can tell you what that is. And I'm just here to help guide you into discovering what that is. So like I mentioned, this is a process that when I work with clients, we break it down into really doable stages. But the first step, if you identify with what I've talked about, is about spending time reflecting on what you restrict from yourself. I want you to make a list of anything and everything that you have rules around. The reason that this is so powerful is it's simply going to bring awareness to the magnitude of it. Now, you cannot skip over this step because if you want to change, you need this awareness. I know that this is something that a lot of people feel like they need support with because it brings up a lot of fears. It brings up a lot of beliefs we have around food. But if you feel comfortable doing it on your own, what I want you to do is I want you to pick one food from that list and I want you to bring it into your home. The key is to keep it around you all the time. And what I want you to do is I want you to allow yourself to have it whenever you want it. And at first, is it going to be a lot? Yeah, it probably will be. I want you to think of that arrow, right? The further you pull it back, the further it's going to go in the opposite direction. So what I want you to do is I want you to allow yourself to have some with breakfast. I don't care if it's M&Ms. I don't care if it's Oreo cookies. I don't care what it is. A little bowl, a bowl of ice cream, whatever that food is that just has so much control over you. Have some with breakfast. Have some with your snack. Have some with lunch. Have some with dinner. And what you're soon going to realize is that there ain't anything special about this food that you can have at any time. So what's going to happen is one morning you're going to wake up and you're going to go to have some and you will say to yourself, I don't want it. I'm not craving it. It doesn't sound good. I know I can have it when I want it, but I don't want it right now. You guys, that is freedom from food. That is when you no longer think about the ice cream in your freezer and it goes freezer burned. Or you forget that you have that box of Oreo cookies in your pantry. 
And this can be a slow process because what I recommend, especially if you're a big dieter, is that you take it one food at a time. I've seen people just completely say nothing is off limits and I will just have anything I crave. But oftentimes what happens is after years of controlling and restricting, that feels very, very out of control and you slingshot right back into restriction. So take it slow. You work with one food at a time until you no longer feel that it has any control over you, until you no longer think about it. This will, hands down, forever change your relationship with food. So if this feels too scary to do by yourself, what you can do is start to flip from restriction to addition. So instead of, I can't have that, it's, what can I have? What can you add into your diet that's going to make you feel good, that's going to get you closer to your goal? Bring your focus to adding, not taking away. You know, this act in conjunction with removing fear around food and the restriction from them is so powerful. The end result of this work is going to result in you anchored in feeling good, feeling energized, knowing your worth and being able to choose foods that will get you closer to your goal the majority of the time. And that is what it's about. It's about consistency and it's about what you do the majority of the time. If the majority of the time you are restricting and binging or on a diet and then off a diet, that's like one step forward, two steps back. What I'm talking about is finding a steady pace that you can just coast at for the rest of your life. That's how you stop losing and gaining back the same 20 pounds. So I hope that all of this information was helpful. I hope you realize that you are not alone. If you have dieted, you've probably experienced behaviors like this and almost every single woman I know has dieted. It is not you, okay? I am always here to support you and if you need help going through this so that you can really work to improve your health, I'm talking body, mind, and soul, reach out to me. You deserve to feel peace in your body. You deserve to feel comfortable in your body and work towards your goals and you can achieve that. It's just that dieting won't get you there. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I would love it if you shared it for me on your socials. It really means so much to me and I truly appreciate every single one of them. And I will catch you guys on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Well Balanced Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you took a screenshot, tagged me, and then shared it on your Instagram stories. Also, if you are listening to this on Apple Podcast, I would truly appreciate if you left me a rating and review. Just let me know what your thoughts are and if there's anything you want to hear more of on the Well Balanced Podcast.